Welcome to Just Being Me. My name is Emma Garter, and this podcast is all about living your life with true authenticity, from what you wear to how you show up for yourself and others. We'll cover topics like finding and living your purpose, cultivating your own unique style, conscious dating, self-love, and so much more. I hope to show you that by going through life, being yourself, you can create a life you truly love. And before we get into this episode, I have some exciting news to share with you guys. I have officially opened up my coaching container and I'm ready to take on clients. Are you at a crossroads? Do you feel like there are so many things you want to do, so many ideas, so many things you want to share with the world, but you don't know where to start? You might feel tired of going through the same day over and over again and knowing that there is something more out there for you. Are you noticing patterns repeating in your life? You're going through the same struggles with relationships, with yourself, with your work, and you can't seem to get out of it. Are you afraid to speak up? Are you afraid to be 100% yourself because you're afraid of what other people will think? Then I have an invitation for you. I have now released my coaching container called Authentically Me, Living in Alignment with Who You Truly Are. If you want to know more, DM me, Authentically Me, and you will get a free 60-minute discovery call. Let me be your guide on your journey to living your true authentic life. Now, let's get back to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Just Being Me. I am so, so excited to be back filming yet another filming, actually. Well, I am filming, but recording yet another podcast episode for you guys. And today's topic is going to be all about relationships and the six mistakes women make when looking for a life partner. And first of all, I just got to tell you, I have made a lot of mistakes in my past. I have had five relationships previous to this one I'm in right now. And that was three years ago. And since then, I've just been dating, trying to figure out what works for me, what doesn't. And I am now in a very healthy, very reciprocal and conscious relationship at an age of 22 years old. And that for me is just, ah, it's incredible. Honestly, I couldn't wish for any better relationship. And yeah, like I said, I have made a lot of mistakes in the past. And I have gathered together the top six mistakes that I have made and I have seen other people make. And I am going to talk about them today on this episode. So yeah, before we get into this, I just want to say I'm not a relationship expert. I don't have any training within the um, psychology realm, if you can 
call it that. But I just love talking about relationships, trying to figure out how to be in a relationship and how I show up and all that stuff. So I want to share these six things, six things with you guys. So number one is a lot of women are looking for someone to validate them. And first of all, I just want to say your confidence and your view of yourself can never come from someone outside of you. When you are looking for validation from a part outside of you, once you are not in a relationship with that person, once you get in a fight or once your partner says something mean to you or something that they say just in the heat of the moment but don't really mean, you are going to take that so close to your heart and you're going to feel it even more. (laughs) If you're purring in the background, it's just my kitten coming to say hello again. And I think for a lot of women, we don't have this inner knowing that we are truly incredible people and truly incredible and are worth so much and deserve the best of the best. And a lot of people are looking outside for someone else to validate them, for someone else to give them that feeling of being beautiful and getting compliments from someone. And I think if you don't have that core of knowing that you are worth it, knowing that you are gorgeous and you are incredible and only seek that from other people around you, it's not going to last. So number two is going into relationship because they fear being alone. And I think, well, I know this has been me for a while. Not anymore because I have done this work and I know like I am so stable and so secure within myself that I know I don't need a partner. The partner I have is just an added added bonus to the life that I already live. And also I want to get into this a little bit more but like when you're in a relationship you can't just be like Oh, I don't need anyone. But this is not when you're in a relationship. This is where when you're looking for a relationship. I'm just getting too excited. I love talk, talking about this topic. So, yeah. I know for me, like, I never felt like I was safe anywhere. So I looked for that safety in someone else. And I looked for someone else to make me feel less lonely. And once you do that, you're never going to be able to feel. And like I said, again, like if that relationship ends, you're going to feel even more lonely. And you're going to feel even more lost. And that's when... You know, for a lot of people, they just go right on to the next one and they 
don't take that time to actually get to know who they are again. Because a lot change for you in yourself in a relationship. And if you don't take that time to get to know yourself, to learn how to be alone, when you're going into the next relationship, you're going to be so dependent on that other person and on how that other person makes you feel. So if they leave on vacation for two weeks, there might be a part of you that feels even more alone because you've had that closeness, you've had that other person But since you're not okay being alone within yourself, you're going to feel even more distant from your partner. And I know for me, like, my partner is heading on a six-month long trip. So we're going to do long distance for six months. And of course, I'm scared. Like, six months is a long time. I'm going to see him, of course, like, in between. And I'm going to go and travel and meet him. But... I know I will be okay because I have learned how to be good on my own. And yeah, now I have this other partner or I have this other person in my life that I have to consider and I have to make sure we communicate and all that stuff. But I know that when he goes away on his trip that he's so excited about and is looking forward to so much, like, I'm not going to hinder him going on that trip just because I'm afraid of being alone. So a tip I have for you is to, if you are single, or if even if you're in a relationship and you feel so codependent on the other person, spend time alone. Just doing yourself, just doing the things that you love, and just getting to know the uncomfortability with being alone because it's not comfortable we're wired to be creatures that do stuff together when back in the days when we lived in villages we were never alone we had our own part in the work that were that was done like we were doing this and then someone else was doing this and we were never alone we were always working together and existing together so i think For us in the society now, like we have to learn how to be alone because sometimes, yeah, there's not going to be some people around us all the time. And it's not even healthy to have people around you all the time. You need to fill up your own cup in order to fill up someone else's cup and give your best of yourself to someone else. So that was number two. And then we have number three. So The third mistake people make is not setting clear enough boundaries about what is okay. And I know, especially when you're dating, and I had been through this in New York, like not telling people that I was looking for a relationship in the beginning, in the early stages, and just thinking, oh, like this is going so good. They have to want to be in a relationship as well like this is not something people can just you know throw away and move on and meet someone else again after this but I have learned that people cannot read your mind (laughs) and you have to be very specific about this is what I'm looking for if you can't give me this we can't date that that's that's it like if you're truly looking for a relationship and you want to be in a conscious relationship and meet your life partner 
you can't just go around dating and not being clear about what you want out of it. Once you start actually putting your foot down and being like, hey, this is what I want. If you can't give me what I want, if you're not ready to be in a relationship like I am, I'm sorry, but I can't see you anymore because that's what I'm looking for. And once you start doing that, yeah, you're going to lose out on a lot of people, but you're going to lose out on a lot of people that aren't for you. You're going to weed out the guys or girls or whoever you want to date or look for in a partner. You're going to weed out, weed out those people that are never going to be your future. And once you actually find that person that you want to be with, they're going to respect you for being like, hey, this is what I want. And they might be like, oh, th- that's what I want as well. Maybe like, let's see where this goes. So get very clear on your boundaries and what is not okay and tell people. If they don't like it, that's too bad for them. They're your boundaries and this is a random ass person that has just come into your life. Why do you have to consider their feelings above your own? And yeah, be a nice person, but like, this is the people-pleasing thing. You're afraid to make someone feel uncomfortable. You're afraid to not be loved. And that's why you put other people before you, before yourself. So that was number three. And then we have number four. And this is kind of the same as number not the same, but I talked, I talked about it a little bit, um, on number two, and that is giving all your energy into one person or into the other person, giving all the energy you have. Like, yeah, it's, you know, it takes a lot of energy to be in a relationship, but a lot of people stop focusing on themselves. They stop doing what they love to do. They stop doing their routines. They stop hanging out with their friends. They stop all of who they are in order to give to the other person. And once you keep giving and keep giving and keep giving, you're not going to have anything left in your own cup. And also, the person that you're with is going to see that you're not investing in yourself. You're not actually taking care of yourself. And that's not attractive. Imagine if you met a guy or a girl or whoever you want to date. If you met someone and they did everything for you, they stopped um, or canceled all their plans, they always were available, they had nothing really going on in their life except for you. Wouldn't you feel that pressure? Wouldn't you feel like it's like an ick being like, ugh, like this person doesn't really do anything in their life and I'm their whole life like that's putting a lot of pressure on me and then that person might be like hey this is too much I can't do this anymore I don't have time to do my own things so I'm just not going to be with you anymore because my life is more important than you right now like I want to keep doing my own things and I can't because you're putting so much pressure onto me always having to be there and always having to do stuff with me. 
So having your own life on the side, having your practices, your purpose that you're working towards, really spending a lot of energy on creating your dream life, that's attractive. That's freaking hot. I'm going to use my relationship as an example. Like my boyfriend is traveling for six months, going around Norway, exploring all these incredible sites in Norway and filming it with his friend. And I think that's, mm, it's so hot. I don't have another word for it. Like that is appealing to a person. Not someone that just sits around waiting for someone to answer. So yeah, fill your own cup. Don't give all your energy into that one person. Yeah, you're going to give energy to that person, but it's just finding that balance. And especially in the dating, in the beginning of the dating, give as much energy as the other person is giving you. That is a good, a good like way of thinking of it. Then... We have number cuatro. I don't know. Number five. (laughs) So number five is thinking that you need to be fully healed before stepping into a relationship. And I think I was kind of in the headspace. But the thing is, you're never going to heal fully. Yeah, you're going to heal a lot of deep stuff and you're going to go even deeper and deeper and deeper but healing is a spiral you're going to continue on this spiral for the rest of your life and if you think that you need to be fully healed before getting into a relationship you're never going to be able to get into a relationship but i do think it is important to start your healing journey to get to a place where you are like, oh, like it would be great to find a partner, but I am really happy with the life that I already have. I am really, really loving what I'm creating right now, what kind of life I'm creating. So you don't need to be fully healed, but you need to be on your healing journey. You need to do the work on yourself. You need to actually figure out where you have these fears around dating, around relationships. And I know for me, like, I had a lot of trust issues. I had abandonment issues. And I even noticed them come up with my relationship now, like in the beginning. It's so uncertain, you know? So things came up and things from the past and my autopilot responses came back but I would consciously notice them and I would consciously be like hey no this is not what's happening right now and if I hadn't been on this healing journey I probably wouldn't catch myself I probably would have pushed him away and I'm so grateful that I am on this healing journey and he is as well so it takes two people I think I know like you can get into a relationship or if you already are in a relationship and you're starting your healing journey and your partner isn't like that's totally fine too. But if you know that you're looking for someone who wants to grow, who wants to expand, who wants to become more of who they are, 
that might not be the right relationship for you. And I know it's hard to hear, but what you truly want is out there. So yeah, start your healing journey, but don't think that you have to be fully healed in order to get into a relationship. And the last but not least, number six, is don't hide any parts of you while you're dating. And I know it's easier said than done, but if you're going into a relationship or if you're dating and looking for the life partner, you can't hide aspects of yourself. You can't put on a mask and just think like, oh, like, you know, I just have to get them to like me and then I can show more, even more of myself and more of myself and more of myself. But the chances are, if you are just completely surface level and completely just kind of like a pretty, you know, like a polished version of yourself, the more you're going to show your true authenticity, the more that person might be like, oh, like, who is this person that I thought I was dating her, but she's turning into another kind of person. Yeah, so I think it's really important to actually show all aspects of yourself and don't hide anything. But if you don't show up as your true self and yeah, you don't have to, you know, start burping and whatever on a first date, like that's something you can get into a little bit later. But just being yourself and you have to know who that is, you know, so you have to start doing the healing work. You have to start getting to know yourself. And then once you're starting to date someone, just show up as you. And if people don't like that, if people think it's weird, if people think that you're too much for them, even though you're definitely not, there's nothing called too much, you're just with the wrong person. So start showing up as your true authentic self on these dates when you're going to meet new people because you're going to attract the people that are truly meant for you once you start showing up. That was my episode. Oh, I am so happy that you are still here listening to this episode. I honestly love talking about relationships a lot. It's one of my biggest passions in life. I know that sounds weird, but I've always been a relationship person and I've had to heal a lot around it. I was, I didn't, like, I was a chameleon in relationships and when I went into a relationship, I just morphed into the other person. And the more I have gotten to know who I truly am and stepping more into what I have become, I have met a partner that truly sees what I see, that truly sees me for me and are not trying to change anything, are not belittling me for doing something, are not trying to make me into something I'm not. And being on this side and actually have found a relationship that is aligned with me, that is so fucking fulfilling. I just have to say it's worth it. This dating process is hard and you're going to go through trial and error and you're not going to find your right person 
on try one like it's that's not well if you do that's amazing that's great but there will most definitely be a lot of trial and error before you find that one person that you truly connect with on a soul level and if you're listening to this i i believe that you are looking for someone that you can find like a soulmate and i think we have multiple soulmates that teaches us things in life but a truly truly aligned soulmate that just fits that just it makes sense and i know you can find it it just takes work it just takes commitment and also just being the mindset of i want you but i don't need you it would be fun to have but it's not a necessity. I am so good on my own. And once I find that person, I'm going to fully let them in. But if they're not for me, I'm not going to spend my energy worrying about what this potentially could be, even if I know that it's not going to work in the long run. Thank you again so much for listening. And if you want to see more of my everyday life and learn more about my coaching, you can head over to my Instagram. It will be linked in the show notes. And I would love it if you let me know what you think about this episode and gave it a rating on Spotify. It would mean the world to me and it would get pushed out to even more people and for even more people to hear this. I hope you have an incredible day and I cannot wait to talk to you in my next episode. Bye everyone.